you're just Saskatchewan. I'll have to post it in. Champions again! This is the Rush Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Jans, and you can connect with me on Twitter at Janner on PXP. Halfway through training camp. The regular season almost here, December 3rd, co-op field. I hope, I really hope to see you there. It's going to be great festivities start at 6, game time 7.30 against the reigning NLL champions, the Colorado Mammoth. This is crazy though, the 50-50 jackpot guaranteed at $50,000 that night. Tickets can be purchased online beginning at 9 a.m. on game day or in person at the Sastel Center. 50-50 of $50,000 guaranteed. Also, the halftime show. The Rush are going crazy. This is going to be a blast. One fan is driving away with a brand new car. Not having a chance to win a new car. They're driving away with a new car after this game. Unbelievable. Nothing like it. Saskatchewan Rush home opener December 3rd. You're damn right. I'm looking forward to that. But training camp. Rush taking on Buffalo last weekend. A nice way to start. Picking up the 15-6 win out east. And again, they'll play Toronto this weekend. Before wrapping up the preseason schedule with Calgary at the Saddle on November 26th. It's been an interesting training camp so far. Some ups, some downs, some players surprising, and that's why we got our two guests on today. We'll speak with head coach Jimmy Quinlan and then veteran defender Kyle Rubish to get his take on camp. They both got some pretty interesting things to say talking to him before, so I think you're going to really enjoy these conversations. Again, If you're looking to get to a game, I recommend season tickets because there's nothing like it. The full schedule is out now. ESPN just dropped their TV dates in the States. Surprising. No rush games. You'd think they'd want to showcase the best fans in the league. Hey, not my call, though, Saskatchewan. You're the best. Let's get to our conversations now on the Rush Hour podcast presented by Original 16. Here's the head coach, Jimmy Quinlan. So, Jimmy, talk to me about this win over Buffalo in preseason and how you saw the game from your point of view. Oh, I mean, uh, we were we were happy as a coaching staff. I think the, you know, even that first weekend in Saskatoon, we we've had a plan and we've been implementing that plan and and executing that plan. And a lot of the things that we've been talking about, some of the finer nuances or the details of the game, um, we saw them come to fruition in the Buffalo game. So um, we were happy with that. Uh, a number of our young guys. You know, we hadn't really seen them in game situations, so they kind of surprised us. And then, again, some of the veterans that were returning um, proved to be kind of, I think, ahead of where they would have been last year. So, um, those all in all, it was really good. I mean, we don't put too too much stock into, um, you know, what Buffalo had on the floor because they're doing their own thing. But um, for us, you know, the focus was really the Saskatchewan rush and the things we wanted to kind of execute. And again, for us, we were delighted that a lot of the finer nuances that we spoke of um, in our first five sessions together, we were able to execute. So we've got a long ways to go, but we're, we're happy with the start. And the question everybody's talking about or wants to know is just the goaltending, because obviously you would have saw it firsthand. It's kind of a weird early start time for a lot of guys. What did you think of the goaltending performance? Well, I mean, we spoke to all four of them and they all four were supposed to get an opportunity to play. But we, we said, if you know, you're playing real well, 
that we were going to let you kind of run with it. And that's kind of how Buki ended up with the, the, the full first half. And um, he was very good. I mean, he made all the saves we wanted him to make. Um, first time he's played with our system. Uh, and I, again, I thought he meshed quite well. And then uh, Penny was very solid. I think the first shot uh, he let in was kind of our defense sat back a little bit. We were a little bit on our heels coming out of that break. Um, but after that, everything he stopped um, was very calm and composed. And Dunk went in and kind of played as if he was back in Panther City there. He was a little kind of jumpy at first, but once he settled in, he was really good. And so it was unfortunate we didn't get to see uh, Lane Harushka in that because uh, he had a very good Saturday with us in, in Toronto. And so our plan is to try to get him into the net this weekend and then see what he can do. So all in all, I mean... Um, we've asked them to make our job hard and then they're making our job hard. Uh, and Michael Scott, our goalie coach who we had there with us this weekend was, was phenomenal working with them and they had nothing but good things to say. So all in all, I think the, the goaltending position is trending in the right direction. Uh, much like the rest of the team, we just got to continue to get better. How about the young forwards and how you utilize some of them? Because it seemed like they were getting a lot of touches on offense. Yeah, well, we went in and we kind of, you know, we spoke as a coaching staff and, and as a management that we wanted to, to get our, all our guys in. So we dressed uh, four of our veterans in, in Mark, uh, Robert Church, Ryan Keenan, and Dan Littner for the first half. And we let a lot of those young guys play the entire game. And so, again, for us, it's just trying to get them acclimated to the speed of the game and then, then see what they can do. And so, again, there wasn't one guy there that didn't impress us. Um, much like kind of the, the rest of the, the players, they're, they're coming into camp in good shape. They're doing what they're asked, and they're making our job tough. And so, um, we were we were pleasantly surprised with Marshall Palace. We asked him to get faster and stronger in the off season, and it looked like he did. Uh, his skills are again, and his IQ is off the charts. So it's just kind of getting him to play a, at a little bit of a faster pace. Uh, Marty Dinsdale did what we thought he would do. Uh, Josh Currier again did a lot of things that we wanted him to do last year, uh, right off the bat in terms of opening up space, move his feet. Uh, get the ball out of his stick a little bit better. So, uh, again, yeah, Madronic, I could go through the list. He was very good. Again, does all the little things. That's what I was kind of most impressed about with him, um, the getting on and off the floor, retrieving loose balls. Uh, so, yeah, all in all, I, again, um, Clark Walter got his feet wet a little bit more. I think he's a guy who just needs to play more in our system. And then Mike Messenger was an absolute kind of beast. So we got to kind of find a way to – get all those guys into the game and acclimated and and use them and use their strength so that will be one of the challenges but like I said the offense uh, did a wonderful job I think anytime you put up 15 goals in any game 14 goals whatever it was um, you've done some things well what was the noticeable difference or differences from weekend one to weekend two of training camp like what did you see on the floor that was better well I think the biggest thing for for me was that the guys are just starting to get comfortable playing with each other and then comfortable with the system. So, you know, we made a point of emphasis right from the moment we stepped on the floor to start playing defensive players together through camp, um, as well as some of the offensive guys. And so to start to see them gelling and executing what we want them to do, um, it was really nice to see. And so, again, I know that the players like that, uh, some of the things they've asked for. And so, um, it, it, again, it's one of those things that you go in and you hope it's going to pay dividends and it so far is. 
And what's something that maybe you haven't liked or want to see improved on going into weekend number three in training camp? You know, I, I wouldn't really pick out anything that I wouldn't that we haven't liked. I think the um, area where we probably have some room to improve or or we could grow a little bit would just be uh, the time we allocate in practice to specific details of the game. And so I think that comes down to the coaching staff. So myself, uh, Jared Talevi and Cam Sedgwick are going to uh, meet again this week, and we will discuss kind of that plan moving forward. And so that would really be the only thing. And again, I don't think we've done a bad job with it, but in, in reflecting, and I think you should always reflect, I think there's some things that we could maybe allocate a little bit more time to, um, maybe not so much for the, the game we just played, but as we move into the season to make sure that we've kind of got all our ducks in a row so that we can give ourselves the best chance of success possible. Now, Cam Sedgwick, what have you seen with Sedgy and how he's gelling with the offense in his first year? Well, I think the, the biggest thing that, you know, I like about Sedgy is he's, he's himself and he's doing kind of the things that he wants to do all the while trying to fit them into some of the things we've done in the past. And so him and I have spent a lot of time sitting down and talking about kind of what we used to do as an offense. And then he's taken his ideas and he's really ran with it. And I think um, we saw some really good things in the, in the Buffalo game in terms of the pace we played with the spacing we had on the floor. Uh, and then again, just really keeping things simple. And so we, made it a point of emphasis, Cam and I, when we spoke that we would try to do a few things really well rather than a lot of things okay. Um, and so we maybe haven't got into as many things as we traditionally would in a training camp, but the things we have put in there, the players have done a very good job with. And so, again, it comes down to communication and having a plan. And I, I love that Cam is uh, not a yes guy. He brings his ideas forward and uh, he communicates really well to the players and He's organized and, and a lot of fun to be around. So um, he's done a wonderful job, and uh, we're lucky to have him. Another preseason game coming up this weekend, so we'll leave it here. Do you like playing three preseason games? I know every team kind of does something different, but is three kind of the sweet spot for you? Is that why you and Derek settled on it? Yeah, I, I think really for us it was also the timing, the fact that we could get them when we could get them. So um, I like that this weekend is kind of going to be – you know, a little bit more like your traditional NLL weekend where we practice Friday night. We have a, we have a lengthier, a longer shoot around on Saturday than we play Saturday night. And then that next weekend in Calgary is going to be exactly like a, a, a traditional game. And so I think really for us, what it does is it allows us to try to get the players um, into a rhythm, into a routine that we'll use when the season starts. And um, I've been very happy with them. I, I think for us, uh, we've always got to be cognizant of our players traveling a long way and getting off airplanes. So we can't always go as hard as we'd like maybe at each other in practice. And so uh, that was the one thing that the players did say to me is that the pace of play and the and the competition that Buffalo brought when they played was, was a lot faster than sometimes how we practice. And so that's, I think, what we want them to get used to. And so um, I'm not going to scream at the guys all two hours to be sprinting up and down the floor the exhibition game. Um, does that if this a guy doesn't want to play or compete then you know we'll happily find someone who does and so fortunately for us though all our guys really like that and they really work hard and they're making our decisions hard love it jimmy hey i appreciate you taking the time 
No problem, Cody. You have a wonderful day and thanks for all your work. Huge thanks to Jimmy for hopping on the show. And he's got a couple of minutes outside of his busy schedule. And here you go. The veteran defender, the former defensive player of the year. It's Kyle Rubish on the Rush Hour podcast presented by Original 16. What's preseason been like so far, Rubes? What's been different this year compared to uh, previous years? Uh, not too much different. Uh, obviously, we got Jimmy kind of at the helm at his first training camp as the head coach. So he obviously brings a lot of energy and uh, camp's been high pace and, and a lot of information. So it's it's been good that way. And obviously some new faces, some younger faces. So uh, they're bringing some, some new energy and uh, yeah, kind of the old guy now in the mix. So just kind of trying to keep up with all them, I guess. <laughs> The young legs don't last forever. How's it been yeah. different, though, without the restrictions? Like, do you feel like the guys can get a little bit closer, you know, just knowing each other, having a little bit more fun, just a little looser? Yeah, for sure. Like, last year, there was obviously a lot of stress with the travel and worrying about if you're going to test positive, what you're going to do, and and all the travel restrictions that came with that. So it's kind of nice that things are opened up and, and we can kind of just get back to focusing on uh, – playing lacrosse and kind of getting to know each other and, and having fun instead of kind of the the big things that uh, the whole world was dealing with that uh, we kind of had to deal with as well. How did you feel coming into camp? Obviously, it was a summer off. You weren't playing summer ball. You weren't beating yourself up for that. So how do you feel physically? Yeah, I feel great. I feel 100%. Uh, I haven't played summer ball in a few years so I kind of let my body uh, rest up throughout the summer. But um, last year was kind of a, a longer off season for us with missing the playoffs for the first time in a while. So kind of ready to go here, kind of biting, uh, ready to, to get uh, into everything because it's been a little bit longer than usual. So, um, yeah, I feel great and excited to kick off the season. You guys beat Buffalo in the first preseason game there. How's that one for you? Yeah, it's just a preseason game, but there's a lot of promising things. Our goaltending looked great. Our defense played pretty solid for the most part, and our offense looked great. They had so many good looks and, and chances. So, like I said, it's a preseason game, so you don't want to look too far into things, but uh, there's a lot of positives that came out of that game, and that's what you want, and you just want to get better each uh, training camp weekend here, and I think we got better from last weekend from the week before, that's for sure. How different is it on the back end with some new faces kicking around? Yeah, it's definitely different. Um, we lost some, obviously, pillars of our franchise with Chris Corbeil and Jeff Cornwall, and they're more veteran guys. But um, it's always hard to lose guys like that. But also it brings an opportunity for our young guys to kind of get some more experience and kind of bring a bring a different look of our defense, from a, a faster, more uh, offensive transition threat as well so um yeah it's it's different but in a good way i guess how is it different though from a player's perspective like really take me onto the floor because i see it from you know 200 feet up but like on the floor is there like more communication needed just just give me a little bit more detail if you can yeah there's there's been a lot more talking with with this training camp it seems like we have so many young guys that are kind of new to the system learning the system where in years past we were kind of guys that have been there before for years that kind of knew the systems and and what we did and, and all our calls so it's basically just taking things slow making sure everyone knows 
um, the calls and what we do with each scenario. So you kind of got to walk through each and every scenario that we do and make sure that everyone kind of is up to the same speed on that. And then uh, for me personally, a little bit more uh, discussions and, and a little bit more teaching than years past with uh, playing with new guys and kind of just making sure that we're all on the same page because we have to build that chemistry that uh, is obviously new. Was there any major changes this offseason? Obviously, I don't need to know the secret plays, but just compared to the way you guys set up defensively last season and, and ran things, or is it pretty much similar? It's just, hey, we know we got to be better. Yeah, I think things are, are, are pretty similar. We, we're going to always play that aggressive uh, pressure style defense but yeah I think it just comes down to being a little bit better I think our defense played for the most part of the year pretty well it's just uh, obviously tightening up a few aspects late in the game that teams would tie up games late or, or overtime goals but uh, no I think things are really similar and and it'll be nice to add a little bit of uh, youth to our to our back end this season who surprised you? Who's one kid who maybe you had heard about, didn't really know, or just a young guy who, who's shown up and impressed you? Well, obviously, Boudreaux and Barnable uh, were first-round picks, so I, I knew about them, and they've come into camp and haven't disappointed. They're obviously great. But to answer your question, it'd probably be Jarrett Smith. Um, I obviously heard of him, but he he's a little bit older and, and hasn't got a shot really to play. And I've been playing with him a lot and he's just a great athlete. He's, he's learning the system really quick. Uh, he's not afraid to communicate at all. He's, he's really easy to play with so far. So uh, he's been looking great. And I think he's, uh, he's been a great find for us. Former junior beast kid out in Winnipeg. Love to hear that. Now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What, what's the dressing room like, Dan? There's got to be some characters, because I've talked to a lot of these rookies, and they're definitely not shy. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely not shy. Uh, I got to travel with uh, Jake Brudrow to SAS, where we got delayed, so I got to spend a lot of time with him and, and getting to know him a bit more. He's uh, he's actually from Brampton, where where I'm from originally, so we know a lot of the, the same people. He just kind of obviously hangs with a, a much younger crowd than I did, Uh being being the age gap there but uh no there's some there's some great good young uh young kids here madronic obviously he's our first round pick this year and he's obviously a smart kid coming from harvard so yeah is that good yeah is that good yeah i think i think that's pretty good i think he's probably easily to say he's probably already the smartest guy on our team which isn't saying a ton but i think he uh i think he'll get that honor Jeez, didn't need to bury everyone right there in a sentence yeah yeah i think everyone's pretty aware of that though how's the goaltending looking yeah goaltending is looking really good like buki and penny they're they're obviously solid and there's going to be a good competition there and they both had great uh summers with ladner there, kind of playing together and then you have Dunkerley and Lane as our, our younger guys that are kind of pushing them. So there's some good competitive uh, competition there, and everyone's looked really good. All uh, I think three of the goalies played in our exhibition game, and all of them looked really solid. So, yeah, it, it's good to have so many different options, and I guess the coaching staff will have some tough decisions to make when it comes to who's playing when. Okay, last one for you. What the hell is going yeah. on with the Toronto Maple Leafs? Oh, um, man, I'm a big diehard Leafs fan. I, uh, 
you got me you got me thinking here i don't know i i don't know if if they have it to do it this year um obviously muslin's hurt now uh brody's hurt uh are all like the offense hasn't really been clicking matthews is starting to get going a bit marner's been so so fraud i don't know if we have the depth on defense you got me all torn up here i wasn't expecting that because i'm always churchy's always pumping up his canucks who are awful and i'm always defending my leafs but i don't know if they have it in them this year to go well to get by around in the playoffs but what do you think about them oh i I think they're frauds i mean look at their goaltending (laughs) you think they're getting past the first round with that and i don't matthews might not score 40 this year yeah, that's another thing, the whole goaltending mess. Well, Murray Murray played last night and looked good against his former team in Pittsburgh and I'm just I'm just clawing at things here. I'm looking I'm looking for any kind of positive things here. I mean, but uh yeah, you got me a little a little stressed out now thinking about my leafers. Well, didn't mean to depress anyone at the end of the interview here, but Rubes, hey, I appreciate you taking the time. Best of luck this weekend and we'll see you in Calgary. All right, thanks a lot. That'll do it. Huge thanks to Rubes and Quinlan for jumping on the pod this week. Toronto Rock this weekend, preseason game number two. And yet, they haven't lost yet in the Jimmy Quinlan era. 4-0 as a head coach last season, 1-0 in preseason. Also, Calgary on the 26th, always a good battle of the prairies before the home opener, December 3rd, Sastel Center, Co-op Field, Colorado Mammoth are in town. Until next time, Rush Nation, you can connect with me on Twitter at Janner on PXP, and as always, be kind to be better. <laughs>